Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. We're getting to the important part of the day. It's all important, but this is the special part of the day. And uh, we're already all good out there, getting ready. That's great. I want to say a big hello to all the people that are watching this via our YouTube channel, Metro Church uh, WA. If you go to YouTube and search that, Metro Church WA, we've got a YouTube channel that live streams all of our, certainly all of our morning services. And I know that there are people in Catania in Sicily right now uh, that are tuning in, that are watching that. Rashida's family uh, are all, of course, overseas or over east, and they're going to be watching that as well. We want to say welcome to Metro Church to every single one of you. Let's give a big hand to all the guests, wherever they are, watching and that are a part of our service today. We're glad that you're here with us. We're excited about the wedding of a couple that we love. We know them. I was just saying to Sebastiano, I remember the night when he and Rashida, not together, they didn't even know each other, but I remember the night they got baptised in water, following Christ. And I know some of your guests were here for that special night. And it was so good. None of us realised on that night when two people that just had decided to follow Christ just happened amongst all the others that got baptised, just happened uh, to be on the same night. And then they started noticing one another. Then noticing one another became liking one another. Liking one another became, are you someone special? Uh, And then are you someone special went to, oh, I think I should go out with this person. And then going out with them became, oh, no, I think I'm in love with them. And then being in love with them came, oh, no, what does this mean? And so uh, go and ask Sebastiano later how all of the buying of the engagement ring, he proposed to Rashida in a Sunday night service. And that was pretty special. I didn't think I'd ever seen the man nervous before that night, uh, but he was. And so that brings us to today where we are going to celebrate the wedding of a couple that most of us here know, but we certainly love them. And that's Sebastiano Corace and Rashida. And we are so excited about that. I'm going to ask Jeremy and Natalia McCraw. Uh, Jeremy is not only our business manager here, our director of operations for the church, also leads the creative arts. And I believe that God has got a great call on he and Natalia's life. They're wonderful people pastoring and leading so many. They're going to come and sing a special song just for this couple. Give them a big hand. Here they are. found a love for me Well darling just dive right in and follow my lead I found a girl beautiful and 
and sweet Oh, I never knew you were that someone waiting for me Cause we were just friends when we fell in love Not knowing what it was But I won't give you up But darling, just hold my hand your girl, I'll be your man, and in your eyes, you're holding mine. Darling, I'm dancing in the dark with you between my arms, barefoot on the grass, listening to song when you said you looked a mess i whispered underneath my breath but you heard it darling you look perfect tonight ladies and gentlemen please stand as the bride enters thank you well i found a man stronger than anyone i know shares my dreams I hope that someday we'll share our home I found love to carry more than just my secrets to carry love to carry children of our own we are still friends and we're so in love fighting again all odds I know that we will be alright darling just hold my hand be your girl you'll be my man I see my future in your eyes Belo Thank you, Jeremy and Natalia. Thank you, Lizzie. Let's give them a big hand. And I know it's church, but I still think we should give a big hand. You look pretty fantastic, but you look amazing. Big hand for the bride and the groom. Thank you. Stay standing a minute while we pray. You know, there's weddings that go on all over the world, lots of different kinds and ways. They're in parks, they're in churches, they're in homes. They're all on beaches, they're everywhere. But you know, in this church, we believe that there's somebody that this couple that have invited, 
that makes all the difference. We believe it's not the ones that are bringing a gift or that are going to later on celebrate with the refreshments. We believe it's the Holy Spirit who alone can take two separate people, regardless of their past, regardless of any life experience, but the Holy Spirit is able to give you a brand new life, a brand new beginning, and a brand new thing called married life together. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for Sebastiano, for Rashida. Thank you for their followership of Christ and all that has brought them to this point today where they are going to make their vows to each other, where they are going to open their hearts to one another and make a promise for the rest of their life. But Father, we pray that you will be present. We pray the Holy Spirit will do what no human being could do. For while we can have a ceremony, only you, Lord, can take the life of Sebastiano and the life of Rashida and so blend them together that after this point, they will be one unit together, one flesh. So, Father, we invite you. We welcome you. Lord, every one of us here needs you, regardless of what we have known in life or what we've thought of you or of church or God or religion. Lord, we know that there is a person called God who is greater than all of that, and he's the one we invite to be a special part of today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can all be seated. Thank you so much. Dearly beloved, that's you. Loving friends and family, church family of the bride and the groom, we're gathered here together today in the presence of God and your presence as well to witness the joining together of this man and this woman in holy marriage. Marriage is a state that was instituted by God. It was his idea that a man and a woman should meet, fall in love, and that they should make this commitment to be lifetime partners for the rest of their days. And so marriage right throughout Scripture is something that's commended to all of us as something that's worthy of honour. And therefore, it's not for any person to enter into it lightly or recklessly, but soberly, with, with wisdom attached, considering the causes for which God ordained marriage. First and foremost, God ordained marriage so that you, Sebastiana, would find in Rashida the, the greatest level of companionship and comfort the greatest level of partnership that you, Rashida, would find in this man you've chosen out of the six billion people on planet Earth, that you would find in this man a level of intimacy and closeness, a level of friendship is not a good enough word, a closeness and a oneness that goes beyond anything else in the whole of life. So it's into this state of marriage that these two persons now present come before you to be joined. Sebastiana, I'm going to ask you a great question to which I trust you'll be able to answer, I do. (laughs) Sebastiana, will you take Rashida as your lawful wedded wife to live together in the holy state of marriage? Will you love her, comfort, honour and keep her and forsaking all others, keep yourself only for her so long as you both shall live? Yes, I do. I like an eager groom. Rashida, I'm going to ask you, of course, the counterpart to that. Rashida, will you take Sebastiano as your lawful wedded husband 
to live together in a holy state of marriage. Will you love him, comfort, honour and keep him? And forsaking all others, keep yourself only for him so long as you both shall live. I do. At this point of the service, Sebastiano and Rashida want to honour their families even though their parents could not be here. They want to take a moment for all of us to by applause, honour them and all those that have been a part of bringing them to this point. Though they are adults and though this is their own choices that they're demonstrating today, they still want to honour the parents and thank God for them. So wherever you are watching, I know that it's 4am in Catania right now, but I'm pretty sure Mama is, uh, you know, buongiorno. Don't ask me for much more than that, but... Uh, I can say buona sera later, but uh, come stay. Thank you very much. Come stay. Uh, But they do want to honour them. And, you know, I know that the heart of Sebastiano and Rashida, again, they wanted to do this today because this church family has become something special to them. So in honouring them, they're honouring you as well. Let's show our applause to the parents, the family. Now, you've just got to wait a little bit longer before we get to the vows part, the prayer part, and then the kiss part. Is that all right? So would you mind taking a seat for just a minute? I'll get you back here in just a second. Thank you. Doesn't she look so beautiful? What a magnificent dress. Wow. This month in our church, we've been focusing in and speaking on growth, on growing as a person. I think so many people think of the Christian life as some static state. By that, I mean this, you know, that you make some kind of a commitment or you go through a religious ceremony or an observance of some kind or other, and then pretty much that's where you park God for the rest of your life. It just kind of like, well, you know, I've, I've done that bit and then the next bit is when I die and I get to stand before God. But nowhere in the whole of Scripture do we ever see that as being the way of life for a believer. Matter of fact, we see the exact opposite. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18 says, And the Lord God said, It's not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. So marriage in the eyes of God was not about just staying the way you are, but there was a future involved with that. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, it says, And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. In other words, there was a purpose. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, etc., birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Everything that God designs is designed to grow. That means that marriage is not designed to be, you know, I heard someone say once that marriage is like a midnight phone call. You get a ring and then you wake up. I've heard people speak about their spouse as though somehow or other 
I did that back there and now we just get older. And yet the Bible doesn't say that at all. It implies that these people were given a divine purpose and that their union was meant to just be another stage in an ongoing journey of a life with God. Now, many of you here are not married. You might think, well, does that mean I've got to get married? No, absolutely not. Everything that God begins is designed to grow regardless of the circumstance of life in which you find yourself. Maybe you're here and your lifelong spouse has passed away and you go, is that the end? Do I now wait until my turn comes? No, I would say to you, the Bible encourages you to be somebody that grows. If you're single here, maybe you'll get married, maybe you never will, but you can say, I'm going to continue to grow regardless of what happens in life, regardless of circumstances that come my way. So we need to make sure that we are growing in our purpose. Sebastiano and Rashida, let me let you in on a little secret that not many people that get married know. That marriage is not designed to be the source of your everlasting happiness. That's not the purpose of marriage. The purpose of marriage is not that somehow or other I find this person, their job for the rest of their life is to make me happy. If that's all there is to it, you will not only be disappointed, you'll be frustrated because underneath this thing called marriage, there is a divine purpose for your being together that you're meant to discover. There's something that you both can do together that you would never be able to achieve while you're on your own. And if you make that, if you make the will of God for your life and being a part of God's purpose for your life, if you make that central and not your happiness, if you grow in your purpose, if you let purpose keep speaking to you, then whatever difficulty comes your way, I've got no doubt you will be able to overcome it. I've got no doubt that you will be able to continue sailing though the storms may come and they most likely will. But every one of us, whether we are married or whether we are single, Every single one of us has got a divine purpose. Please hear me today because this service is not just about a wedding. There are people here today, you didn't even know there was a wedding that was on. You've come here and God wants to say to you, there's a divine purpose for your life. God wants to remind you there's a reason you're on the planet. And as long as you make the world just about you. I, I finished reading yesterday the book, The Science of Sin, written by an atheist neuroscientist. And in the last chapter, he talks about the value of the church. And he says again, like he said at the beginning, if you will just come to church, and he says it's in church that you'll discover, this is what he said, a purpose greater than self. And talks about the value. He says, even though he's an atheist, he said, I don't want the abolition of religion or of church. He said, because that's the best place for you to discover purpose. So I'm saying to you, Sebastiano Rashida, grow in the purpose God has for you. Here's the second thing that you've got to grow in, and we all need to grow in. That is grow in grace. Mercy. How many people know that when you date somebody, it's because of all the great things about them that attract you? Huh? And you don't notice any of the other stuff. 
but you get married and you find them. Huh? I'm not saying that out of a negative. I'm saying they were there. It's the same in jobs. It's the same in churches. The people that come and go, oh, pastor, I love your church. Your church is so amazing. Everything about your church, I love everything. I go, stick around. Now, that's not being negative. It's just a recognition of our humanity. Because somebody is likely to offend you, not because they meant to or should, but because we're humans. When we all die and go to heaven, all that changes. But while we're on the earth, we're all human beings. And marriage is no different. You know, you look perfect tonight, but maybe not every moment for the rest of your life. Just saying. And please don't take that as being some kind of a cynical look at it. It's the reverse. I just know that all of us have got weaknesses and strengths. I've been around long enough, watch people go and get a job that they think is the greatest job on the planet. They love everything about it. It's an amazing job. Love the boss. What a great boss. A year later, they're going, what a... Why? Nothing changed. Nothing changed. It was just that they didn't grow in grace. Grace is what I think you could define as the unusual response. The grace of God is God's unusual response to humanity. You know the song, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound That Saved a Wretch Like Me. That was written by uh, John Newton, who was a slave uh, trader. A man who trafficked in human cargo, was responsible for the deaths of thousands probably, over his lifetime. But then he encountered Christ. And when he encountered Jesus, not religion, he knew that. But when he encountered Jesus, everything changed in this man's life. And he became an advocate for the abolition of the slave trade. He's the one who penned the words. And that's why he wrote what he wrote. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch even like me. I was like that, but Christ's grace, an unusual response. Right throughout the Bible, we're told things like, bless those that persecute you. Do good to those who try to harm you. Why? Because it's an expression of who God is. It's the unusual response. Let me ask you, when was the last time you demonstrated an unusual response to something that happened to you? Hopefully. Someone cuts you off and instead of, you know, ranting and raving the rest of the day, I'll just talk about myself for a minute. Uh, instead of that, you just smile at them and say, God bless them. They must be in a big hurry for something. Well, maybe, maybe that's too cheesy. What about the last time someone offended you? And so the normal response is, right, I'm finished with you and I cut you off. Poof, I'm not talking to you ever again. That's the normal response. The unusual one is to go and say, uh, something like, can I get you a coffee? You know what I'm saying? They're not always that small or that little, but it is the unusual response. Can I say to you, Sebastiano and Rashida, in your marriage, grow in purpose and grow in grace for each other. There'll be moments where you'll go, well, maybe not. But there probably is going to be moments where that won't be the happiest days of your life. There won't be beautiful moments. I don't know if you've had your first argument. My wife and I have never argued. 
as Rhonda would say, liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> you know, that's not so. But you know what? If we grow in grace for one another, then regardless, because listen, you're going to change and your spouse is going to change and life's going to change. Come on. And some of you here that are young yet, please don't grow up cynical. Please don't grow up going, well, I'm never going to vote and I'm never going to care and I'm never going to everybody and the whole lot. Don't grow up. Grow up in grace. Decide you're going to grow up with a positive outlook no matter how much nonsense goes on out there. Decide that you're going to have a spirit of faith, that you're going to love people. You're not going to get cynical just because you get ripped off by somebody or other. Oh, mercy, no. You're going to grow in grace. Every one of us are designed by God to grow. And really, that is just such an important thing that we discover those weaknesses, but we choose our focus. Amen. Here's the third one, the last one. Third thing that I believe you guys have got to grow in. All of us have got to grow, no matter who you are, where you're watching. We grow in purpose, we grow in grace. Thirdly is that we grow in love. Listen to what it says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Dear brothers and sisters, we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. Now, I don't know, Sebastiana Rashida, if anything will ever come close to the moments of romance and love and beauty and, you know, all that stuff. And we're kind of all in love with them, you know, all the TV shows, whatever those things are that I don't hate to watch. Well, I don't watch them, but, you know, where they all just, they get married off a romantic high. And two days later, they decided that's not the right one. And you kind of go, what was that? I'll tell you what it was. They didn't grow in love they were basing it all on their feelings. And when the feelings disappeared, well, the commitment disappeared. But the Bible doesn't tell us that. It says that our love is growing. The feelings of love may wax and wane. They may come and they may go. And you can't always grow your feelings. Feelings aren't a switch you can turn on or off. But I tell you what you can do. You can always say, I'm going to grow in love. You can always say, I'm going to respond in love. You can always say, I choose the path of love and not the path of my humanity or what I feel like. And and listen to me today, because somebody else here, it's not just about this couple, somebody else here, and you're going, what's the answer for my relationship? Why is it so bad? Why, you know, why can't I do it? And you're trying to recapture a feeling that you used to have. You think that's the goal. If only we could go back and be like we were, someone is thinking, like we were when we first got married. But here's the deal. Don't try and recapture a feeling. Grow in love in your life in Jesus' name. It's the only way to stay strong. Keep growing in your life in the name of Jesus. I believe absolutely the best thing for you guys is absolutely that not only do you have each other, but you have Christ in your life. Can I just say this? Because people are watching this and I don't know everybody here. And, And I... The biggest frustration of my entire life is moments where I feel incapable of adequately describing what it is to have Jesus in your life. Things have got so mucked up, can I say, religion and all kinds of stuff and arguments and science and so-called in a lot of ways and a whole lot of stuff and people get themselves all messed up. Can I say this to you, that... 
the, the answer for it and the, the simplicity of it is this. It's Jesus only. I read this morning in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, where the angel says to Joseph, you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save. I love that. I love that the very first thing Jesus is called is not Lord, not boss, not judge. Listen to me. The very first thing Jesus is called is Savior. Because that's the first thing he thinks of is, how can I save? Not how can I judge? Not how can I adjust? Not how can I challenge? The very first thing that God thinks about when he thinks about you is how can I save? I think that's profound. Then I think about Joseph when Jesus is born and he's the first person, the first human to utter the name of the Son of God. They all say, what's his name? Is it Joseph? He says, no, it's Jesus. And then Jesus lives all of his life. Every day someone calls his name. It was not a name. It was his calling. It was his purpose on earth. And can I say to you, that name is still the first name. We, don't, we say Jesus Christ, the Saviour, Saviour. That's the first thing that the Bible says. Can I say to you, I don't know you all here or people that are watching. Can I say this to you this morning? that there is a saviour who waits for you to simply invite him in. It's it's that easy. Ask any of us. None of us, we didn't earn it. We never got better. We never proved to God we were worthy. We were just like everybody else. All of us, we were like John Newton. That saved a wretch like me. You might feel adequate or maybe you feel completely inadequate. But you know what? There's a saviour who waits for you simply to say yes and invite him in. It's that easy. Here in this church, we've developed this brilliant, brilliant way so that you are able to make a commitment to Christ and begin to grow. We call it Yes Text. Even wherever you are around the world, though, we've taken it a step further, and now you can be a part of that. Either you can text if you're in Australia, 488 You can text just yes. And then every morning, uh, at 7 a.m. our time, you'll get on your smartphone a Bible verse and a prayer that you can pray because a lot of people don't know how to pray. And that'll help you get started. It goes for 30 days. Opt out whenever you like. It's all done from our church. It doesn't get you know, taken off to somewhere or other. No one's stacking the data. It's just between you and God. If you're overseas, you can log on to yes.metrochurch.org.au and you'll get the same thing via email every morning for the 30 days. We want to help you grow in God. And I want to pray right now because I know that there are people here in the secret desire of your heart. You've wondered about God. You've thought, I I wonder, is this, you've kind of been in church things and thought, I wonder if this is all the rest. Is this it? Little realizing that there was a Savior who wanted to come and get right involved with your life. So let's pray together just right where you are. Just every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. If that's you, I want you this morning to, I'm going to pray a simple prayer that is a prayer of inviting Christ in. I'd love you to, matter of fact, I'm going to just ask if everyone will say it. Just make it easy. This can be your moment of saying yes to Christ. Then you can yes text. You can get on that yes.metrochurch.org.au or you can just go to the Connect Hub after and someone will talk to you there. But it goes like this. Dear Lord, thank you for dying for me. I need you in my life. I'm saying yes to you. I'm following you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, Father, I pray for every person that's here.
every person watching or listening, Lord, maybe not even a part of the, of the family of, of, of Sebastiano Rashida, maybe just someone who's logged on, somewhere right around some other part of the world, just surfing the web and finding us, searching on YouTube and they found it. But God, they've said yes to you. I pray that today, as they say yes to you, it'll be the beginning of an incredible new life with Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen, amen. So, Sebastiano Rashida, grow in purpose, grow in grace, grow in love. You got it. Vows are such uh, an important thing, particularly for Christians. Because as you study the Bible, you realize a vow in the Bible is not a, I'll give it a go. It's not a, well, I'll try. Well, I hope I can do it. A vow in the scripture is every part of all of my energy will be given into the completing of this promise I make to you. In scripture as well, it's because it's not just the promise. In scripture as well, we have not only that, but in, a, in the Bible, a vow, when you make a vow, you give yourself. So when Christ gave a vow, a promise, a covenant, we call it the New Testament, to us, he's not just saying, I'll do this. He's saying, I'm going to give you who I am. In the same way, Sebastian and Rashida are going to come and they're going to make their vows to each other today before all of you. And David and Joy, you're going to join them. Let's give them another hand as they come. Here they are. Fancy making you wait for all this. Huh? Let me get that for you. Beautiful. There you are. Great. Is the train right for photos and stuff? You're good? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I've only done about 200 weddings. But a lady would know, see? Oh, okay. I'll get that for you now. Thank you. Joy, you made this dress? She made this dress. Wow. Very impressive. Hope we don't have to re-sew the whole thing while we... Could take a while. You good? Take your time. I'll just wait here a minute. I'm, I'm used to waiting for things. No, almost. Take your time. Don't worry about it, Joy. You want to say anything? To, why don't you say hi to your mum in Catania? Huh? Look down the camera. Look down the camera and say, tell us something about the wedding day. Ciao, mamma. Uh, well, I could have said that, Ben. So <laughs> you better do a bit more than that. And ciao, papa, as well. Because, um, sono veramente felice. Eh, sono sicuro che siete qua con me lo stesso. Anche se... <coughs> Anche se ci sono parecchi chilometri between us, eh, lo so perfettamente che, che siete qui con noi. Eh, I want to thank my, my in love to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we catch you later. 
And uh, I love you so much. I thank you for this beautiful lady. <laughs> you want to look down at the camera and say hi to the family? Hello, family. God bless you all. Sebastiano, I'm going to invite you to say your vow to Rashida after me. So would you say this to her, please? I, I Sebastiano. I, Sebastiano. Take, take you, Rashida, to be my wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness or in health, for the rest of my life. Amen. you're going to make your vow to this man. Let him know that if you hunted over the entire planet, there'd be nobody better, no one greater. Say this to him. I, Rashida. I, Rashida. Take you, Sebastiano. Take you, Sebastiano. To be my husband. To be my husband. From this day forward. From this day forward. For better. For better. Or for worse. Or for worse. For richer. For richer. Or for poorer. Or for poorer. In sickness. In sickness. Or in health. Or in health. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Amen. Amen. Forty years ago, last February 10, uh, the pastor of our church prayed over the rings that my wife and I would wear on our fingers. And to be really honest, at the time, I just thought I was just part of the service. You know, that's what they do. Never thought much about it. But I do remember that he prayed that as we became aware of the ring on our fingers, just you know, just aware that it was there, we'd be reminded of the vows that we made. I have lost count over the last 40 years of the number of times I've been doing this or you take it off because you're about to do some manual work and you don't want to get a blister. Uh, I've lost count of the number of times my mind's gone back and I've thought, oh, I, I promised that in front of God and family and friends. It's been an amazing prayer. And so ever since uh, I've been doing weddings, I've wanted to do the same for every couple. So I want to pray over the rings that you have. Do you have those, please, David? Beautiful. Let's pray together, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you for, again, Sebastiano and Rashida. We know that these rings will remain just metal. But they are a sign of something that this couple mean to one another. They're a sign of two lives joining together. Father, we pray they'll be more than a sign. We pray that you, supernatural God, the one able to do miracles, we pray that you will supernaturally touch these rings so that hereafter forever they'll become reminders to their hearts of commitment that they made before you. Give them the power to keep their vows, we pray. Bless their home, bless their future, in Jesus' name. Amen. Sebastiano, take that little ring there. Put that on your bride's finger. That one there. And would you say this to her as you put it on? With this ring, With this ring I, marry you. I marry you. In the name of the Father. On the name of the Father. 
and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beautiful. Rashida, take that ring you've chosen for your husband. Almost. Would you say this to him after me? With this ring. With this ring. I marry you. I marry you. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. And of the Holy Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 I was going to say take each other's hands, but you've already got a hold of them, so. (laughs) I'd love it if the congregation would please stand. Thank you. For as much as Sebastiano and Rashida have consented together in holy marriage, they've witnessed the same before God, before you, their family and their friends. They've pledged their promise either to the other. They've witnessed the same by the giving and receiving of rings and by the joining of hands. I pronounce that they are husband and wife together in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And those whom God has joined together, let no person ever divide. David and Joy, come join with me as we pray together for this couple. Father, again, we thank you for a great future. We don't know what lies ahead. We are uncertain about so many things. And yet, God, the certainty of you and the certainty of your help, the steadiness of your love and grace for each one of us that will never end is what allows us to go into these uncharted waters, allows us to go into an uncertain future with confidence. So we believe that. For this couple, let them discover the divine purpose that's in their union together. Let them grow in grace for one another. And Lord, let them grow in love and commitment to each other, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless them. Bless this marriage in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You can all be seated. Thank you. Now comes the moment we've all been waiting for. Sebastiano, you may kiss your bride while we all watch. (laughs) That was really good, but that lady just down there was a bit slower in getting her camera up. And can can we just one more time, just for that person? Are you ready now? I'm not doing it three times. Just two. Off you go. Now you look like a happy man. (laughs) Before you look like a nervous man, now you look like a happy man. Thank you for being a part of the church today. And uh, in case you're wondering, well, are all of our services like this? No, they're not, obviously. Tonight we've got a great panel, by the way, uh, talking about growth. And uh, all of our services, we trust our times where the Holy Spirit can come and speak to individuals and to lives. And I pray that that's what's happened for you today. Sebastiano and Rashida, as their first act as a couple, have decided of their own choice that they want to share communion together. And so we're going to do that. And while they do that, uh, the team are going to be playing and singing for us. Let's do that together, Sebastiano and Rashida. Let's